What up, though? This is Pop Culture 223, a podcast where we talk about firearms, the Second Amendment, gear, and the culture. Get it popping with us on this journey. Let's go. Yo, yo, what up, though, everybody? This is the Pop Culture 223 Podcast coming at you. Um, boom, boom. So I got some homies here today with me. Um, this is my sixth show. Yes, sir. And this is kind of accumulation. We're going to talk about a little bit of a lot of different stuff. Accumulation of all of my shows and some other topics we got to talk about real quick. I'm going to introduce my homeboy. I got two homeboys here. I got Dre with the Authentic Podcast. Say what up, though. What up, though. Oh, 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 then I got my other homeboy here, Sinister556, five, five, the Mr. Bougie himself. What up, though? <laughs> Sinister556 five, five, get a couple of them shots. He keep, get a couple of them shots. So, look, <laughs> I, I brought you on, bro, because I want to I wanna say you're an avid podcaster, I mean, a listener, but you got some, some time behind listening to podcasts because of your profession. You're always in the truck driving, so you listen to a lot of different podcasts. So since the beginning when I started until like the what the fifth episode, what did you think about it? Like when you was listening to it, the content, the audio, just everything. Because we kicked it about a little bit, but I want you to, you know, just, just tell the audience what you thought. I ain't going to lie. I thought when I first started hearing it, like it was going, I don't know, I was going to sound. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's a new podcast. So right, I'm like, right. Then I start living. I'm like, oh, this is legit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not like everybody else podcast. That's what's up, brother. We we try. Deuce Crew Productions, we try to, you know, be professional. Well, so everybody, you know, love it, like it, like what we're doing. But I didn't want it to be like a bias. You know what I'm saying? Like, be critical. Tell me what oh, you yeah. think. You know, I told you. <laughs> Tell me what you think about it and how, you know, five, not five, just the five, audio. Five, but six the, don't hold them back. Yeah, not just the this because, you know, our relationship, but, like, the content, what we was talking about. Um, like, he was like, the audio was on point. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's the bear. That's that's yeah. the Deuce, Deuce Crew production. That ain't that ain't me. I just brought the the idea to him. So, um, so I was just like, yeah, don't be biased. Tell me what you really thought. So I've been getting good feedback since the first episode to the fifth one. The only thing about doing the podcast and when we have people on, like I wish I would add different, add, ask more questions. Like when I had Ron um, Osteon on from Go Be Great on Purpose, he's mm-hmm. a dean, right? Mm-hmm. And he told us off air mm-hmm. that we, you know, we probably I should have asked him on air, but mm-hmm. they do do uh, uh, active shooter drills at the school. That's yeah. what's up. He said he does. He does it. That's what's yeah. up. You know, when we came up. We didn't, it was, well, what, the 70s? They were doing? 70s, 80s. They yeah, were doing bomb or coke. Yeah. Tornado. 80s, 90s, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, right. tornado stuff. Right. You'll sit in the hallway with your legs between your legs, your head between your legs. Yeah, right, yeah right, like right on the, the plane, kiss your, kiss your butt goodbye. Yeah. You know, yeah. that. So he said he do uh, 
you know what I'm saying? They do that at the school. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, right? Hey, and, and that shows you how much the times have changed, right? Right. Where it's crazy, but you know what I'm saying? They, they got to actually go through that. And I'm okay with it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if my kids in school or whatever, teach them whatever's current relevant out there that you need to protect right. them from, right. l- let's work on it, right? right. Um, and then when Chad was on, right, mm-hmm. like we didn't ask him about how did, when COVID hit, how much did their uh, membership go up right? because of that? You know, because everybody was scared. Everybody right. wanted to. Right. Gun sales went up. Right. Activity in the gun store. Classes people were shooting. went up and everything. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, will, I guess the question I was going to ask them, how much did the membership go up? Because now everybody want to mm. be a part of something. You know, want to be a part of that. Right. Like, that's a question. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to ask. Um, it was good shows, though. We had good questions. It was all good shows. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> keep pumping up the bear. Like, they hey, don't say nothing about you know, heavy, you know what I'm saying? I'm a vet with it, man. We a vet with it, you, you know. You know what I'm saying? They don't, like say that, that, they don't say nothing about heavy. I was like, look, I'm going to get tired of y'all talking about the bears. <laughs> um, so, hey, hey, and real quick, man, just to give him his, his flowers, so to speak, it's just a credit to Dub. That's the other half of our podcast, Dub, you know, STS with Dub and the Brown Bear, because he's normally the, the engineer for our show okay. and for Dre's show. So a lot of this I'm learning from watching my brother do. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the computer whiz and the engineering whiz and always has been engineering our show. So I'm picking up on what to do from him. So I'm a reflection of him. So, you know, I want to give him his his just do as well for that. I I tried to, Dub. He trying to shot you down. I said his name first. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, Dub was, man, like I said, this this putting all this together is is – People been calling, asking, like, man, where y'all do the studio at? Like, you know, can right. I get in this and this? So I said, well, you know, call I me. Mean, I'll, I'll connect you to the people, to right. the right folks to get you right. together. Um, More than happy to accommodate you. It's all family here. Right. So then I had Randy on. And that was cool because that was my first one. Mm-hmm. And because he's a trained professional. Right. Media journalist. Media journalist. It was cool to talk to him because he was just rambling, going, going, mm-hmm. going. And, um. You know, he came from the IDPA world. So it's always cool to get people that's gun dudes on here so we can, uh, you know, we can go down that 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 uh, hole real quick. Mm-hmm. And then we had Jeff on from DMI Performance. Mm-hmm. And the, the, hom- yeah. the yeah. homie Jeff mm-hmm. from DMI Performance, he brought the idea to me. Sensei. Sensei. <laughs> he brought the idea to me about the, uh, the, you know, is it against your religious belief? How do you feel about carrying a firearm? Knowing, you know, your background in the religious world. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great topic, like I said. Yeah. Um, just yeah. diving off into that was like, man, like I said, I was researching, looking up, because I just like, I need to know information about it. So it was all, it was all cool. Dre, what you think about my podcast since, since I started to now? Uh, basically, you know, it's always the first episode. It's always nerves, because you think about doing a podcast, do all of a sudden a mic in front of your face, you actually got to do it. Like so, the first episode is always the breaking the ice. Mm-hmm. So from the first episode to now, I mean, just gradual, you know, evolvement. So I mean, I see it. I think I said when your first podcast was over. Once you got past the nerves, man, just like riding a bike, say what you got to say. I had took some of them peaches. <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout out to old smoke. Shout out to <laughs> the smoky dog. Shout out to the smoky. I will never take them jokers again on an empty stomach. But matter of hey, fact, I think it's still some peaches in the fridge too. I tried one last time I was up here. I won't do it again. Mm. Them boys been sitting and marinating. But you know, I was like real feral, man. On Talladega nights, I didn't know what to do with my hands. Right. Do what right. I'm supposed to do with my right. hands. Right. Right. <laughs> on my first episode. But like you know, after I shocked, uh, shook the nerves off, it was it was on and popping, man. So. Right. So, look, we want to get straight into it. I got a question for y'all. And it's, it's probably the Bear and, and, and Fred. 
was is it hard for y'all to teach people to keep one in the chamber? Like what like when you when you a CPL mm. instructor, like I didn't mm. I, I was straight one in the chamber, right? Mm-hmm. Me too. So Me too. were you straight one in the chamber? Yeah. So when you talk to people like, hey, you know how you care, they be like, mm-hmm. Oh man, I you know, I don't keep one in the chamber. And I'm like, why? Why mm-hmm. why don't you? Oh, because I keep it by my groin. You ain't pulling the trigger. I'm like saying, how many right. you walk around playing with your girl? Well, some people may, <laughs> may, be, po- may be pocket rocking in that joker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> that burrs, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it is like people don't like it. It was a conversation of like, no, I don't keep one in the chamber. And people say, well, you're supposed to train like it. You know, it's okay mm-hmm. to not to keep one in the chamber, but you need to train like it. But I'm just like the everyday person don't train enough. <laughs> To understand that, right? So, so what I'll say is this, because I want you to finish that. But what I'll say is, I think there's a stigma about, and, and I, I originally was victim to it too. But I think there's a stigma to the fear of a gun going off while carrying appendix. You know, what I'm saying, and dudes having this fear that they're gonna blow their balls off. You know, what I'm saying, because even though we know guns ain't gonna go, ain't, don't just go off. You know, what I'm saying they just don't. And if they do, it's something that's faulty with it, like. Prime example, we all know SIG has some issues with a fire and pink thing, and they did yeah. go off. So, yeah, I would never carry a, a three, you know, 320 like that because they have been known to do that before. So, yeah, that's but that's a defective gun that had that happen. Other than that, you know, 99% of, you know, handguns, unless you're grabbing the trigger, it's not going to do that. So, But I think that's the stigma of that, and that's where that kind of comes from. I, I was just like, listen. You don't train enough for the muscle memory to understand, mm-hmm. to pull it out, you know, uh, get it out, rack it, and, you know, get on target. The now people, The people I know who do it, who carry what, without one in the, in the head, uh-huh. they don't train at all. Right. Let That's alone, the like, they, yeah, they don't, they don't go to yeah. gun range. They don't. Mm-hmm. I know a few people. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm like, so what's your reason for that? Well, you know, I, you know, I carry it right here. I don't want to shoot myself. I said, what's your finger doing on trigger? I said, right. it sounds like you need a whole lot of training. Right. Do you think they got the training? Hell no. All right. Of course not. Right. So I'm just like, so in a situation, you reacting to the bad mm-hmm. guy. You know what I'm saying? So you, we kind of counterpunching it, right? Mm-hmm. So any advantage I can get, mm-hmm. I need it. Exactly. Seconds count. Now you telling me I got to pull it out, rack it, knowing that I'm going to be probably uh, trembling, scared, mm-hmm. nerves, your body. Now I got to. Racket, and I might even forget. I might even not remember that, what to do. I might right. just pull up and go click, click, and be like, oh, right. them, them seconds count, right? Oh, yeah. You're already now, at a disadvantage. You already did a disadvantage. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the average CPL uh, holder that gets mm-hmm. that gets the firearm. That can, Even if you can at 3 o'clock, right? Right. Do you keep one in the chamber? Now, you don't have to yep. carry appendix and keep one in the book. Do you, do you carry one in, in the chamber? And my, my logic was like, look, if you train with it, Train how you gonna you know carry it you know mm-hmm. one in the chamber. If you don't put your finger on it or you know practice gun safety rules, you're good, right? right? So I'm just like, look, like it was. It's hard to get people to. Well, it was hard to get people to understand that, right? So I, I, I so when I'm teaching in a class, like people are asked to, and they, they want to be safe, you know. And I, I get that everybody wants to be safe, you know, handling a uh, firearm. But I get people that they want to get a gun with a manual safety. Yep. And I akin that to the same thing as I teach them the same way with that like I do with the one in the chamber. It's like, you know, like you just said, train with it. If you if you, if you you just bottom line have to have it that way, cool. 
I don't recommend it, and I can tell them the reasons why. Everything, like you just literally said, seconds matter. But if you're going to, you better train with it or it's useless to the point. Like I tell people all the time, if you're going to have a gun that's, that's got a uh, manual safety, you better learn to literally be part of your motion of pulling out, hitting that thumb, and then going forward. Because other than that, you just do this and it's, oh, shoot. And then the thumb, it's the same thing as having a rack. It, and then you got people out here that's double. They they not carrying one in the chamber and got a manual safety, so they right. they doubly they doubly screwed. And you, I guess you know the, the one you know finger is always the safety, right? right. You got to pull a gun for it to right. do something. Got to pull the firearm for it to do something, right? Right. Now even with us, a malfunction happened to a gun. We, we us three sitting here probably can with our with being blindfolded in the dark can tell what's wrong with that gun just right. by pulling the trigger. We can clear it, get it back up, and get it back mm-hmm. on, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about eyes closed in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. Most people don't. don't. It's they not. They training in right. halfway enough to even know. So, so peep this. Me and, me and Sinister got staccatos, right? Mm-hmm. They had the safety. Dude, it was still hard for us. It was it was not hard, but it was still uh, um, thinking through the process with getting a staccato out of the holster Get it on target while press taking the uh, safety off. It's still a process. Hey, I'm, we got to work through that. Hey, I'm gonna stay look at the camera. You know they said they got them staccatos, right? I got well, it he, on me. Them boys <laughs> and the CZ orange. He got right, that. Right, and the CZ or them boys. I they got it on pretty, me. That's pretty, that's pretty Tony. <laughs> pretty Tony. Ooh, wait, yeah. Wait, do you yeah. name your gun? Do you name yours? No, no, no. I ain't, I ain't exquisite or sinister, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got one I name. Well, I, yeah, I got a Mamba. I call him the Mamba. I got a little little SBR Mamba. I, I ain't there yet. I ain't but there um. Yet. But it was still hard for it wasn't hard. It was still something <coughs> taking to get used to. Right. To get that firearm up on target and take the safety off. Now seconds matter. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's say I can draw in like one point two seconds, right? Mm-hmm. So that now I'm like at one six, one seven, because I gotta get that gun up, get it off. But it took time to work on yeah, it. And we, we shoot all the time. We mm-hmm. had to drill it. We had drill to drill it, drill it. Drill it. And that's still a mine. And even when it go to slide lock, you know, on my MP, mm-hmm. I, I can slap that mag in there and it go straight to battery. Mm-hmm. Nope. That that staccato is like oh, no, nope, do something to it. M and P's will do that too. Some of them will. Oh, and then my two point oh, my P ten will do that. Two point oh, not really. One point is like ninety percent of the time. Mm. Slap it in, boom. Yeah, mm. I was about to say the one point oh, you slap that back in there, mm. just go, yeah. it go right back to work, baby. Mm. Yeah, cause see, I wasn't used to that until I got my, my P ten, my CZ P ten, threw the mag in there, and that boy was pop pop. I'm like, <laughs> Is I'm the, ready to go. Is the release broke or something? What's going on? And then I had to just looked it up. I was like, oh no, it's it's like that. That's what's up. But yeah, man. So you know, I, I guess that was a question because I asked <laughs> sister. I was like, man, this is what we gonna talk about. But since like, no, I want to talk about this too. I want to <laughs> talk about when people buy a firearm and they just sit it in the box <laughs> in their closet and don't touch it for like four years, and then ask me when we going to the range again. <laughs> and they, <laughs> I guess it's a it's a it's like a uh, they buy it. It's an afterthought. I know somebody. Now, now, hold, now, hold on. Are we talking about collectors, or are we just talking about, like, everyday just oh, Joe? Yeah, okay. one gun. Okay. You know, and they claim they doing, you know, they got it for self-defense. Hmm. I know somebody. I ain't going to say no names, but mm-hmm. I know somebody who they carried for years. Did they shoot a lot? No. They carried we all know on that. and off. They were at home as a female, mm-hmm. at home with their, do- their uh, son. Caught somebody climbing in the window. Mm-hmm. It froze. Just stood mm-hmm. there. And then, you know, the guy who, the two guys who were coming in the window saw her, turn around and ran. Mm. I said, so what were you going to do if they made it all the way in? I don't know. I said, so that's a mindset and a training thing. Mm-hmm. I said, your mindset is not that, you know, 
gun protection. Right. It's, I didn't know what to do. Right. I said, uh, yeah. got to get them trained up, man. But see, and then the mindset is, is it, like, you go to training, but you learn mindset when you have training. Like, you're yeah. not just... Like we're not just shooting. We learning no, mindset, yeah, right. preparation, right? right. So it's I went. All to, of it. It's all of it, right? And some of that, and just being aware of what's going on and having a action plan and working through that action plan. Mm-hmm. And like we talk about, like in home plan. Do you have a plan if something happens? Now, right. mind you, he said two people, right? When, uh, you know, coming into the house, not one. Mm-hmm. So what was you gonna do? If both of them was in the house, like, what right. is your plan with you and your daughter, your kids? Right. Like, are y'all running to the back? Are y'all running to a safe place? Right. Mama got the thumper. She gonna protect us. Yeah, Does yeah. she know What's how to navigate? Yeah. Does she know how to navigate the corner or mm-hmm. navigate the hallway? Like, we not attacking down there. We gonna let them do. We gonna mm-hmm. we gonna be vocal to them and let mm-hmm. them know. But are we gonna hold hold ground right. where I'm we sorry. at? And let them do what they do. Take it by okay. Keep it moving. And that's a mindset in itself too, man. That people. That the average Joe don't really, and, and it's hard for all of us, you know, even those those of us that do train. But that's a mindset in itself yeah. to just understand that I got insurance for this, you know. Saying if this gets stolen, let it be, because because as as a man, I, I don't care who you are, but as a man, as an adult, especially as a man, when somebody come in your house, you start feeling violated, like dog, oh, why yeah, you in my yeah, stuff? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of turn that part of you wanting to go out up on them. Versus, like you said, sitting back, it is what it is. As long as y'all don't come in this square here, we ain't got to, you know. Yeah, you got options. Yeah. You can announce yourself, yeah. hey, I got to fire him, get out of yeah. here. Or you got a family, you got them back, you know, mm-hmm. hey, they get past this point. Right. Right. You know, right. it's, it's, you know that, it's that, yeah. right. How close you, you know, right. what's the what's limit? Your, what's your threshold? What's your threshold? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we t- you teach that in your class. Yeah, yeah all day. I, I teach that all in my day. class. Yep. Um, I was... I was looking on Instagram and I looked right up some papers in Philly. The dude got in a, it was a car. I guess it was some guys that uh, stole his car. Mm-hmm. He heard him. I, well, he didn't hear him. He walked outside and caught them stealing the car, right? Mm-hmm. So the guy that was stealing the car had a gun on him. Mm. So now that situation changed from a car theft to the dude was trying to protect himself. Mm-hmm. So they got in a, they got in a shootout. Mm-hmm. One of the guys got, on a one, one of the guys, he he shot him a couple of times. He walked. The guy ran off, but he wound up um, dying later, right? Mm. But then the other guy drove off with the car and got in the car and then jumped out, right? So, you know, when you say people, you know, you hear cars, somebody breaking in your car outside, right? And then like in Philly, that may be something different, but like in Michigan, you can't just run out there with your thumper. And no. You know, like first of all, you if you hear somebody breaking in your car, you're in their house. You just don't want to run outside because you don't know what. They could be drawing you outside to get into your house, right? Right, right. So you really got to understand laws of Michigan and understanding what, you know what I'm saying, how to protect yourself. Like, you just don't want to run outside with the thumper and start busting at them because they could just be stealing the car. Now, if a gun presents itself in a situation, that could be a different, you know what I'm saying, classifies a different, uh, you know, situation. And they, the prosecutor, whoever, may look at it like, oh, it's a self-defense. But they're going to say, well, why do you go outside? So, what was your so, intent? So I'm not going to go into detail because it's not that kind of show. And I don't want us to be labeled as, you know, <laughs> they, they telling us or teaching us such and such. No, that ain't the case. But like you just said, you have to know your laws yep. to know what you can and can't do. And I don't want to say what you can and can't get away with, but I'm just saying what you legally are able to do because that's the difference right there. Yeah. Because hypothetically – Big time air quotes, hypothetically speaking, 
there have been scenarios where that has happened and people have gotten away with it, uh, you know, as the, the victim because they did go outside. And, again, it's – I hate to quote training day, but the quote training day, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know my man I mean? I said he – he walked outside and it was, oh, my God, somebody said in my car. Right. Opposed to, right. I hear somebody, right. hey, officers, I'm about to go outside. Right. Like, right. you can't, right. you know what I'm saying? We, right. Even in our CPL class, we right. teach them people how to talk on the phone right. to a, right. to to the to the police. Like, right. you can't say, I ran outside, but I'm about right. to deal right. with this. No, no, right. no, no. So right. you got to understand how how to how to communicate with, right you know and that's them. what i'm saying you got you got like he went outside like, oh yeah. my god they still in my car and right. he pulled a gun on me right. oh yeah woo, woo, woo. right game over right but if you just happen to be going to your car to get your coffee cup at 6 30 in the morning because you left it in the car <laughs> and you known to always have your gun on you you just happen to catch that happening and we know that most people are going to be carrying guns i mean you know it happened in detroit somewhere big, on the big, guy big winks and you know <laughs> he got in a shootout with a guy who was still in his car uh i didn't read too much into the story oh, you but talking, it was, you talking about the one with the, with the uh the, the challenger was it was it a, it was a full-blown shootout yeah. Yeah. The one, the, like you want to know why? Was it a white guy? It's always a challenge. No, no, it was. <laughs> dogs, they, they, <laughs> them boys, they, they taking them like this. Dogs but, are a challenge. So I don't, they, the guy was on the porch and he was busting. Oh, no, no, no. So they ain't that. See, I thought you were talking about the one to know by. What happened to Nova? So this dude, this dude and, his, and his girl, I don't know if it was him and the chick, but this dude was coming back. He had parked his, um, his, um, his 392 out there. He was somewhere in uh, the fountain walk area. And. Oh, that's what, that's what, it was a car jack? Yeah, dog. Okay. It was a car theft. So. He, let, he parked his car, went to go wherever he was at, Black Rock or wherever he was at, came back. He can see them in his car trying to steal the car. Uh-huh. He walking up to the car. He's a CPO holder. Uh-huh. He got his pistol. I don't know how this works out. Maybe I mean, I, we know how it works out because it's lack of training and everything else. But one dude got, long story short, one dude got away on foot. They caught one dude, but he the one that wound up catching the bullets. The, well, the, the owner the, of the, the car? Ca- the owner of the car. So he, he exactly. had he had the advantage. Exactly, Sinister. He had he basically from what from the way from the way the article and the news, you know, story made it seem I heard I read it and I saw it on TV. It basically made it seem like he had to drop on the fools. Like, y'all breaking in my shit. Now, that doesn't per se give him, like you said, the right to just pull out. But if he comes up, hey, what y'all doing in my car? And you already basically got your hand on it. By the time you even fathom that it's a gun, dude, how you basically really didn't even get your gun pulled out and you got popped twice? Gun being an afterthought. That's that's what I'm saying. It's Back it's the, the mindset. Tra- and the it's the mindset and the training. Yeah. That's what that's what I said. Well, we really know what happened and how. Yeah. It, but you know, and that's what basically just further hitting home. Like you were saying, it's like, dude, how you get the drop on there, man, and you still get you know get clapped. That's so he so he's expired no longer. No, I I, I think he's he lived, but it's just the fact that. Full of shame, right? You you call him. That, that's what even what man man. Listen, man. Unless unless the story was for real exorbitant, like for especially y'all too. But even with me, in the training that we do, and especially the training which y'all do. But again, I'm I'm including myself in this for you know training with y'all, the little mm-hmm. stuff I do, whatever. Let one of us be the heard that something like that happened. I'm not. And saying. we still alive. We gonna make sure the other one's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yo. Sinister good. All right, cool. What hospital he at? We're going to check on him, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as I know you 100% good, 
Dog, how you let that happen, man? <laughs> I'm not saying. I, listen, I, I need details. We're not trying man. to say. What happened, man? What, what, what happened, baby? We're not trying to say we, we, we army rangers. Right. That that's not the case at all. I, but full disclosure on that. Yeah, we ain't nobody. You know, Rambo out here, nothing like that. But, but if you out here stealing cars and you doing all your criminal, I'm better than you. Right. That's the whole goal. Right. Right. So. Right. And like Jeff said, like you. you Right, we're not army right. We're out here better than ourselves, right? Right. We we getting better right. at what you know. My goal always was to educate and train myself to be, mm-hmm. and I, it's it's a cliche, a, a, a liability. I mean, an asset instead of liability, right? Because I want to protect my wife. I want to protect my kids. Mm-hmm. I want to protect us. We out and about. Right. I know that if it's some get to popping, I already know where he going. He know where yep. I'm going. We know what we about to do, right? Yep. And especially in today's world, especially knowing that you bought a scat pack, mm-hmm. a charger, or whatever, like these you kids, already know. You and especially know. in the city, you should already know, man. Them them boys come getting got left and right, left and right. You know what I'm saying? And especially like driving in the hood, like my, my son, he got a Chrysler uh, 300, but he got tent, he got deep tent. And I'm just like, bro, you know, when you're driving, especially now in the summertime, you're gonna have to be kind of cautious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pull up to the light. Look, you know what I'm saying? Just don't pull up to the light with your head and your phone. You right. Know, don't pull all the way up behind somebody. Keep right. keep, keep some, some space. Distance, keep yeah. some distance just in case you got to dip off. Yeah. But that just go back to what Senator was saying, like the mindset. Like people just get the firearm, they keep it in the box, mm-hmm. and they don't touch it. But then they ask us, when we go to the rain, we see y'all out there. Okay, well, come on. Right. Oh, we, man. We know somebody. <laughs> Said we know something. Once again, <laughs> saying no names. Know we know somebody. <laughs> Partner of mine, me and KJ. KJ sold him a firearm. How long ago was that? Would you say five years ago? Yeah, pre-COVID. And that was probably it was three way, years. Yeah, mm. it was probably four. It was in my it was in my Glock twenty three days, and yeah. I was just like mm. the forty days. Yeah, sold him a gun. You know, we spent the day out there shooting, training him. Mm-hmm. He had to touch it since. Mm. I'm talking about cleaned nothing <laughs> in the closet somewhere. Mm. I said, "What's the last thing you looked at it?" You know, when I moved, <laughs> mm. it, it's dude. It's it's one of like people mm. they get it, and it makes them feel good. Like I, mm-hmm. it's there, so mm-hmm. I'm safe. I got this. Instead so of training, yeah. yeah. Instead of training, I say everybody want to be John Wick. Mm-hmm. They think they're gonna do it. They do all this John Wick stuff. You know, they gonna come. Somebody gonna come in the house. They got these visions that they're gonna be clearing mm-hmm. rooms and all this. Mm-hmm. And like, the, it, listen, you don't even understand how difficult it is to shoot while you're moving, man. So, so or even it, it's the shoot while you're moving when the buzzer going off. It's a line of ten people. Mm-hmm. They shoot next to you, mm-hmm. and you jumping. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like that in itself, it takes some mental focus to get. So we got the two day. I went. Jeff had a uh, primary handgun two day class. Mm-hmm. It was cold out. <laughs> Citizens, I ain't, I was. I'm glad you didn't call me. It was two days, <laughs> right? Shooter. It was a two day handgun class. It was cold out, right? Mm-hmm. We in. We in. I'm in my Helly Hansen rain gear thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm working. I'm working my dot. We go through the fundamentals. It's a great class, right? So it's one of them classes. And I understand what he's saying about how two days is 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 kind of better than prolonging it, right? Because we went through all the <laughs> sinister. No, in the in, in the beginning class, you get to talking and conversation, and he's explaining all this. But we ready to shoot. So day mm-hmm. two, you know, we get ain't no more talking. We getting right to it. Right. But right. I went through the fundamentals, and my purpose of going to that class was because I had a red dot. And I know mm-hmm. 
that red dot gives you so much information and lets mm-hmm. you know when your your grip is shit, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, it knows when you're like the red dot. Knowing you, you know, you you present the gun, get it out. That red dot gonna tell you your grip is shit, right? Right. Because I'm trying to find it. Yeah, right. And he tell me don't look. Right. The presentation yeah. is everything, right? So I'm out there working on grip, but it's cold out. Mm-hmm. So now my mind is, I got to shoot with gloves on. So now that takes away the feel of the firearm. Dexterity of it, yeah. It takes away the it. feel, right? Now, I have a glove on my uh, support hand, my mm-hmm. left hand, but I got no glove on my right hand because mm-hmm. I need to feel something on that firearm. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on fundamental, but I got somebody next to me I never shot with before. Mm-hmm. I got someone to the right of me never shot with before. I know what I can do. Right, but, but you now, don't know what they can do. I don't know what they can or do. Or what they can or, or will or won't do. Or, yeah. w- or when, like, blood to the next. Right. Like, it was a situation, like, he, he, he was trying to clear the gun. It was down, but he... The ambidextrous of that hand went like that, mm. and I was like, "Oh, okay." So now I'm shooting, but it's just a mental focus to guns going off. We move, we doing this. Now I gotta concentrate on my shot. I gotta right. concentrate on my grip. Right. All this other stuff going on. Right. So when you go to training, you get you shooting, but you gotta be aware of what's going mm-hmm. on around you, and that's kind of help you with your mindset to get laser like focus, man. Yeah. And like I said, it was it was an aha moment for me. When I got the red dot and I'm trying to do the presentation, I'm like, okay, just get the wrist, pop the wrist forward and mm. do this. Then like, okay, good. But now I'm looking like, okay, is he gonna point a gun at me to the right? right? But right. you know, it's it's a lot going on. But that just go back to what he was talking about, like the mindset. Like, um, I wanted to be there. I wanted to get better. I wanted to, you know, what I'm saying train and, right. and understand the diet and understand fundamentals of of shooting again because you can't you, you can't get enough of fundamentals, right? People may see that we post stuff on. We sinister. We out there. We running around and shooting. But right. we we started somewhere, mm-hmm. right? You know yeah. what I'm saying. We had to build up to that. We right. had to build up to be, let's say, fancy. You know right. what I'm saying, or get at it. But it's fun to do. But mm-hmm. that's a that's an actual skill that we take home. That, you know what I'm saying. Like right. we we move and live like that. Right. So like that's that's still a mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying. And we just try to get that get that game to people and talk to them about it. But like you said, it goes in one end out the other. Yeah. I mean, everybody starts somewhere. Like we t- go ahead and finish that thought, but I want you to roll into talk a little bit more about shooting red dot too. Oh, you know, but, but finish your thought first. But yeah, yeah, everybody starts somewhere. Like you know, like y'all were talking about <laughs> y'all first episode about y'all first guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible, right? Terrible, oh, right? I, I know, yeah. I know. I mean, mine wasn't. I know it wasn't. I wasn't bougie then. <laughs> I, uh, I was decent. Like I, my first one was a Springfield XDM. Okay. Forty five. Okay. And. And I got. I started forty five, then went forty, mm-hmm. then went nine. Okay, like I went backwards. I that think was, I. Yeah. Okay. I ended up getting rid of rid of the Springfield and got me a five inch, um, two okay. I still got my forty, but, um, yeah, it, I worked backwards, mm-hmm. which was cool because I got I learned how to handle a forty, forty five. Right. 40, right. then 9 millimeter. Right. So the recoil mitigation was yeah. a lot easier yeah, to get to once easy. you got the 9 mil, yeah. Um, but as far as red dots, yeah, red dots, and it's funny. I bought my red dot, I want to say 10 years ago. Okay. My RMR. And it was on my 40. Okay. And I shot it, played, you know, I just went to the gun range to play with it, play with it. Then I ended up going to, I took it to a, a Jeff class, mm-hmm. DMI, and then. Ran it there and then it sat. I put, mm. I took it off, put it on a rifle. Mm-hmm. And me and Kev was playing with it, then put it back on there. Then got another handgun, put it on there. Um, my um, MPC, 
And then once we got into the staccatos, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get him into red dots, <laughs> and it was hilarious. But getting him <laughs> in at red dots, like him and RMRs just don't get along. <laughs> see, the see, SRO, he's, he's, he, yeah, he got that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, granted with the bifocals with that big old yeah, yeah, watching glass. When I saw, we were at a cla- we were at an indoor class up at Ann Arbor Arms, and um, and I, I saw when that light. Like when it clicked, mm-hmm. he was, you know, boom. Then he was just hitting it, boom, boom, boom. And I would ask him, did you see it? Did you see it? Like, I, no, at first it was, no, I was just shooting. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then after, like, I, I want to say it was about halfway through the class. Yeah, I see it. Then you could see his shots, boom, 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 being mm. on, on point. See, and, and that's what I'm asking because the last time that we trained, mm-hmm. you know, we was, instead of, see, I came out to the thing, I brought all kind of stuff. I'm thinking we're yeah, going to train, yeah. like, we training for acts, so I'm bringing, like, poster. <laughs> I, I, I got a battle belt. Sinister didn't tell me about you gotta get you this belt. So I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm like, sure, let me get this. And I ain't as fancy as him, but you know, I'm ready to practice for acts, right? For sure. He told us, man, yeah, we practicing concealment today. So I'm like, all right, I ain't even really got the right belt on for this mm-hmm. or the right holster, but I'm gonna run with it, you know, yeah. run with what you got. Cause at the same time, that's training. Sometimes you may not have what you, you know, but, and you know, I got it, I got a mini dot on mine, on my Glock, on my 43X. Uh, yeah, I shot it, yep. Yeah, you mm-hmm. saw so. And I'm sitting here like, it's new to me, and I've shot with it, but I'm still yeah. not a hunter with it, like I am with irons. And <laughs> it's funny, so I remember him, him talking one time. And he was saying, I asked him something about it. He was like, shit, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was still fairly new at it. That's what he said. He said, man, I'm just new to this red dot, let alone the micro. <laughs> you know yeah, it, like, yeah. It, like, I started off on the armor, and I, that's what I still shoot, armor. Mm-hmm. But when, but mm-hmm. it also when you get a staccato because of the grip angle, mm-hmm. it's easier. Like mm. I noticed between that, I mean MMP is closer. Okay, I've never shot a Glock well. I shot one once with a red dot on it. Okay, and it's, it is a little different. Okay, it's easier to, for me to find my dot on my staccato. Okay, than it is on even on my MMP. Is it the angle or the, or the, the weight? Anything and the way you pre- you know you bring it up and you uh. When you line up, like I, I told you, I don't look for the dot. See, and, and that's what, because I'm yeah. fishing for it. I'm yeah. like, I've been too busy. I can see for your hand, because your like, hand like, be doing this. this Where is this dot? Where you be like this. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. searching. Yeah. I, I just bring it up and and I just move it to, you know, mm. so, a bit. So in the DMI performance class, it wasn't a red dot class, but the conversation with the red dot was what is good enough for you to know that your shot's going to be on target? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're shooting A-zone, right? Mm-hmm. So as soon as you see, as soon as that glass clear, like as soon as you, you know, you target focus. So as soon as that glass clear or see what you need to see, let that shot go. Mm-hmm. You don't need a perfect shot. You don't need a yeah. perfect shot because yeah. that that glass is kind of telling you you're where it needs to be. Now, right. you've got a mechanical offset in there right. because right. the red dot is on top. But you know if that glass touches that, that A zone where you right. know A zone right. is, then you good. So right. what's good enough for you to crack that shot off, right. right? And I started learning that, picking up on that towards the end of our sessions. And yeah. I went through like a half a mag just trying to mess with it and play because that's literally what I was doing. Like, I was trying to line up that dot. Like, I line up, you know, my irons. And, like, I'm so I'm so used to it. And even, you know, iron shooting before yeah. you get the red dot. Once you get into it, you can literally grab almost, big quotes, almost any gun and bring them sights right to your eye. And it's... Yeah. Cause you trained for that, you yeah. trained your eye on it, so you can almost like you said, point and shoot, and just point shoot more so than because it's already automatically in line. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that with the dot at first, and it's like, yeah, we're I'm not we, picking we, up on. Friend, like you see, I like, yeah, 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 yeah it'd be like, like it'd be like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. I'm like, <laughs> but see, you know, I had a problem, and I still had this problem. I try to work on it. Like the pressure's supposed to be at the bottom of three, right? Mm-hmm. The pinky. Mm-hmm. Like this, this finger, I over, I over. It's too much pressure on this, mm-hmm. and that was gets to push thing. the gun to the right, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was at the class, I was really working on getting the like the pinky and the bottom mm-hmm. fingers more pressure on. And then as soon as you get that pressure on the bottom half, that 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 front of that barrel just go boop, mm-hmm. and, then, and then here yeah. go that dot. Boop, it's right there. Yeah. I got what you call it you, the the when you grab a, a wrench or a, oh I hold it as tight as I like you hold a hammer right when you were mm. you know what I'm saying like this finger right here that this this one right here is all that pressure but that mm-hmm. is driving the gun mm-hmm. left and that's my shots you know if you right you low left right right so right. I had to actually force myself to get that grip at the bottom mm-hmm. and even with the um, Floyd custom. Uh, mag yep. extension, mm-hmm. it helps me because I yeah. grab it, I get that torque now, torque and that yep. that gun just go boop. So when I when I grab, and I I've noticed this for years, I grip the, the gun too tight, and it slows my trigger finger down. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, it will. I'm on it, yeah. and boom, boom, boom. Like his splits are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like mine is is you can hear my you can close your eyes and hear like oh yeah that's fresh shooting. <laughs> it's slower, but it's like boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? What his is. It's like right. you know, yeah, people like man, that your double taps is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, right. right? Yeah, but my I grip the gun so tight that it slows my. So I'm working on the same thing. These two fingers, mm-hmm. you know, further down. But you know, I don't know, man. See, so I'm, so it's funny you said that uh, because I think mine was probably, I think my adjustment for that is probably the same thing. But the difference is, so with my grip and the grip I teach, I'm not gripping so tight here. It's my secondary grip that's tighter here. Yeah. And I think I think I'm gripping too tight with my secondary. Okay. To, that's still causing that same pressure though. Okay. They're basically having the same effect, but just from my secondary. So well, I don't know how, yeah. You know um, what I mean? So I don't know if it's something I gotta change with that to still loosen up a it, little here, to tighten here more to, you know, kind of find a balance or So so that's letting know. people know that even though we, we shoot a lot, we yeah. still in the learning phase, yeah, right? How always, many times I, always, I didn't always, change always. Like if, I tell people, I'm always a student. I'm now, always a if student. I go for speed, my grip is shit, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm trying to get it up, get it out. Right. Now, I can get it, but I know when I'm 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 cool and smooth with it, mm-hmm. my grip is like perfect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Them thumbs is coming down, I'm getting that that pressure on the gun. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it flat. Well, they um, say slow is fast and fast is yeah. But you know, some people though. argue that <laughs> that little statement. You know, slow too. is smooth and smooth is fast. There we go. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Um. So you know, I, I try to go with the 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 eighty twenty or ninety ten. I'm fast on the draw, and then once my presentation get up, I'm kind of slow, to, you know, to get mm-hmm. that thing to drop down to get them shots. But like in the class, that wasn't like my aha moment. It was like, look, whatever that glass cover, and as soon as it come up, you got to be okay with that shot, mm-hmm. and then rip it off, and you know, move, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. That's then, what I do when I, when we take a class. If we you know we going from hosting to up. As soon as I see a flash of that red dot in the area, it's boom, boom, boom. I'm right. shooting. Yeah. Now if you're doing accuracy, of course you slow down. Right. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Why do people call you <laughs> Bushy? Why? Why? Why do you think they call you Bushy, Sinister Mister Bushy on the gun? And I and Close. I ain't, listen. 
I'm the person that always looking for something new, something different. I don't want to be like everybody else yeah, and that's get true. everybody same thing. But at the same time, some of the stuff I done got would been some shit. And he like, man, I told you. Yeah. I told you. Because yeah. listen, I, I don't And when I buy stuff, I'm be like, man, Sinister going to be on some tip. Like, you shouldn't have bought that shit. You shouldn't have bought that yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, because I'm always, you know, uh, just spending money up front. <laughs> you know? Buy once, cry once. Right? You just go in there, you get it. You know, I, like my brother, like we've we've had conversations about. He had to learn. He know how I am. You was on the phone. <laughs> you heard it. Yeah, you heard him. But he know how I am. Like it's, I'm gonna tell you no more than you because I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. Like if you talking about some buying this, why? Like okay, why don't you go get right. this? We know this work. Right. Why are we going over here and and trying to experiment? Let somebody else experiment with that with their money. Okay, let's get what work. And then you know if some we that other thing you know turns out to be proven, and get that later. You know, she, hit the hit she, the big thing with with that was like rifles. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Especially on a rifle brand, he was just like it makes sense. It's kind of hard for a new brand to break into right to to a world where is is dominated by you know right. some longevity of guns or yeah. rifles. No, but, I feel you there. But it's some it's it's some brands out there that's that's new to the game that got that's some legit. But I ain't gonna find out. Yes. Like, what was your first rifle? See, I, see, I'm the see. First of all, I'm the guy that I am that experimental guy, and, and but I'm gonna tell you why though, because like getting past the whole the whole you know new new to this and the high point this that and the third. Once I see like, I'll take somebody like Fred, you know, like Sinister, and be like, you look, he like this up here because we know that's proven. The curiosity in me is like, what can I do with this with this one here? You know, saying if because if I can definitely do it with that, that's like if I'm driving. If I know I can do this in a Ferrari, can I do that in my Mustang? And if I can do it in my Mustang, why do I got to spend the money <laughs> for the Ferrari if I can do it in my Mustang? You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. So so, we, so so it's that balance. So my, for, mine's come from you know when we take classes or competitions, mm-hmm. right? and then some we we've seen people. This oh, is why yeah, this yeah. is why I got rid of my Springfield. Yeah. We've taken classes with people who had Springfield nine millimeters or whatever, mm-hmm. and it constantly was, you know, having issues. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." So, mm. but you know, what I'm saying it, it's it comes from that. Like when we run, because you know, you out in the class and they put dirt in. Yeah, your I feel you. Yeah, all you day. know, what I'm saying all they day. they causing malfunctions mm-hmm. and you out in the mud dropping mags mm-hmm. and all this, and certain ri- rifles are just running. Mm-hmm. And then you got some rifles that just have problems. Like as soon as you you in you know they offer something foreign into it is right, right. problem so not yeah. like the hand like, like even with the rifle it like the handguns like you're not gonna go out there and drop it in the mud and do whatever right. but it's the fact that maybe that maybe that that 250 of round mm-hmm. is not gonna start doing something because right. now it's hot right. especially with the rifle like you right. out there running like we come from a world where it was. Eight hundred rounds of you know out of training mm-hmm. one day was was thousand nothing was nothing now it's like a little different because of the the way of the world so you know we out there shooting two or three hundred rounds that right that that boat I mean that rifle started doing some yeah, weird it started yeah. start, start tweaking you start tweaking now you looking people looking at you well, what you <laughs> right what you got right <laughs> what you got right. well, oh man you need to go put some oil to do it well, not, man, it's kind of it's it's more of an ego like. Punch. Right. Like, right. I bought this gun. Sinister told me not to get this shit. Not yeah. here. Here's like my one, all the way home. The one with the, with the one you bought, Aero Precision, right? Yeah. And the, the, it was out of spec. 
And uh, the pin just kept coming the out. The pin kept coming out of the uh, yeah. boat catch. Boat catch, yeah. Damn. And the pin just kept coming out. I said, dog. <laughs> I was ready to scrap the whole project, start over. <laughs> who, who told you to buy that? Listen, if you if you if you run me, if you found me a Novesky for five hundred dollars, I didn't care what it cost. I was gonna get it. That's how pissed I was, bro. Yeah. Well, that's what you know. That's but that's what like I said. My first rifle was a Daniel Defense. Okay. And then the other two I built. Okay. They all yeah, got, I remember you telling me that yeah, one. Yeah, they all got BCM, Novetsky, uh, you know, parts like that. Uh, so, yeah, they work mm-hmm. good with that, that combination, you know. So, um, I just, yeah, that's why they call me bougie. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I, I'd rather I'd rather wait. I'll spend the money. Like, I want that uh, Staccato uh, XC. Mm. That boy, what, folk? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, first it's, it's, year, it's first year of a junior college or, or yeah, uh, college. It's almost five bands, yeah. I'm going to get it. And yeah. I'm definitely getting me a uh, Knight's Armament. I know I've been playing, but I'm definitely getting me a Knight's <laughs> Armament. And, um, but... All this stuff is on my price range. Mine too. Ain't nice. Listen, I mean, it ain't really in mine, but <laughs> I want it. I want it. Yeah. But, you know, it's just... I just feel like, you know, especially if it work, like mm-hmm. I'm not about like, what was that gun called that you wanted? That went out of business. You love that, that bottle, the Hudson. Hudson. Oh yeah, them Hudson. Yeah. Ooh, me and him went at it on that Hudson. <laughs> I was like, "Don't touch yeah. it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it." And he wanted it bad, and then look what happened. It, it was something. You know what was funny, and that's how I feel about that one alien uh, gun. Uh, what's the name of that company? About, yeah. You know, I'm talking about the way it's got the like the real slim profile. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm I'm skeptical on it. Like it looks, it looked kind of weird. Weird, not this world. They say it's accurate, and it's, but I look at it the same way, like the Hudson. Like man. That seemed like a novelty type of gun. Like I don't even know if that's gonna stay on the market. Like mm. I'll let somebody else find out. Yeah. Well, I don't and know. then you know, going back to know. something he said about grip angles and this, like you see stuff on IG and they just showing a gun. They just in the range right. shooting it with a suppressor on it or whatever, right? That gun may fit his hand perfect, or he just showing it because he got the company sent it to him, or he right. gotta get some. You know what right. I'm saying? Like he, it's he, promotional. It's promotional. Mm-hmm. Now. That doesn't necessarily that gun's gonna fit your hand, your profile, right? Mm-hmm. Like like Jeff said, he like M because mm-hmm. he can get you can change the grips on it, mm-hmm. opposed to the Glock, right? Mm-hmm. You got to get it um, done up, right? Right. Um, um, great Lakes Custom Works, they do great work to Glocks. Uh, mm-hmm. Go get a grip. That's the little hashtag. Um, but you with the M and P, you can change it right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. Now he likes that because of his hand, right? Right. So you got to get a gun and shoot it to right. know if you know that angle really... is or that gun feels right in your hand. Mm-hmm. Especially with us in our community, it's hard because we go to price first. Right. It's price right. over product. Right. right. And price doesn't shouldn't drive like what you buy. It should be more <laughs> if this is reliable, how I feel in my mm-hmm. hand. Now I'm gonna tell you all the guns that in in you know in in order to what you should get. Like right. it's my opinion. Right. Now when it comes to like red dots and all that, it's you know but for diff- different discussions. Right. But for the most part, I can say, look, I ran five or six hundred. Ten thousand rounds through this this farm, right. I had an issue. I didn't ran this. I didn't had this in the class. This, this not an issue, but it shouldn't be driven by price, right? right. Now a lot of like we talked about before, the industry is kind of changing, like what some of the prices is. Is some guns out there that's solid mm-hmm. enough to buy with a good price? Um, I just I haven't shot it because there's no point for me to buy it, and I'm not just gonna run out and buy a firearm just because right. I see people on IG, right? With it because if you don't do what I do. 
with the firearm, what difference does it make? Yeah. If you don't run this thing to it, to right. if you don't run it to the fault line to it's ready right. to fall off, you know, fall off the cliff. Right. I, I'm not about to buy it. I don't right. care if you go in the, in the range, shoot it with a sort of suppressor on it or distance right. in five, six rounds. Right. That ain't me. Right. I'm running around with this gun. I'm running laying on the ground. Running it. It's in dirt. Yeah. It's in yeah. rain. Yeah. Like <laughs> we was at this axe back. We about to whip our staccatos out. I was there. Yeah, oh, when it started raining, yeah, yeah, well, and Jeff was like, you better not do it. You're going to get, we was like, okay, we're going to put Jeff, this thing Jeff up. Jeff was like, you get a speck of sand in them boys. And you I looked like, at both of y'all, y'all both had this look, in there. All all both had this look like, uh, <laughs> M&Ps, M&Ps. Let's go ahead and switch. And, 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 like, and, that, was this, and that was just more or less like, okay, I don't feel like cleaning this. I don't feel like going deep and cleaning it. Yeah, I don't feel like going deep. But, like, it shouldn't be driven by, oh, this is a good price. This is affordability. Mm-hmm. Like you said, save up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get that get that firearm that, that works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, get, get it. Get something that's going to work and you can, you know, can rely on for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, but use it. Make sure you yeah. <laughs> the mindset of to get out and get and, some training. And, and to go with all of that, man, that's like, it's like, I, like we had a conversation. With, I think it was when Jeff was here. We was talking about guns and, you know. I know you're you a CZ guy with the orange, but I'm a yep. P10 guy. And while I got the C, I really want the competition. Mm. If I can't get the competition, I'll settle for the F, you know what I'm saying, for going out with X and everything. But until then, I was switching from my Glock to my mm. CZ and calling it a day. But reason being is because I like Glocks. I've always liked Glocks. But I got a bunch of – I got a bunch of uh, – um, you just said it yourself earlier uh, – the Springfield, I got three or four Springfields, and yeah. I'm I'm one of them dudes that I like Springfields, and there's certain models that you know I do trust. Like I carry my Hellcat all day, mm. you know, but that's a whole different type of you yeah. know animal. Yeah. But that P10, dog, when you talking about fitting hand and fitting finish, and then bring it up, and then pff, I love it. Like I said, when you talking about, so why you ain't carrying that? One? Because again, I like the profile of this 43X. You know what I'm saying? Like I like the profile of this uh of that um of that Hellcat, which is why like so I got the, the little. But I plan on going ahead and get the pro because I like because it's the bigger you know yeah. whatever. But if they made a P10 and a slimmer profile like that, like if that S was a little bit slimmer, now nah, you you you'd, you'd never see me carry another Glock again. And I love Glocks. <laughs> I love Glocks. Matter of fact, I thought about buying another one just because, like, man, I need another Glock. You know, it's you one of them got type of guys. But when it comes to like actual like like you said, fit, the way it shoot, the way it moves, dependability, durability. Thousand plus, you know, two thousand rounds through it, man. That P10 for me, that's it right there. I I run that whole P10 family right there, and be like, like you said, I'm better than you. It may not be the case, but that's the confidence level I have with that gun. Because I've I've literally, look, man, I I catch myself in classes, especially when I have like smaller classes. Like I tell people, like, all right, like let's say it's the three of us, right? And it's just me teaching y'all two. Mm. Once we, if we didn't done through the whole class and we just got extra time, we playing around. All right, man, let's play a little game. We're going to put it out to about 30 yards or, you know, th- uh, 30 feet, and we're literally just going to put it on the deck, pick it up, boom, and just shoot one. Mm-hmm. I'll play that game with them just to, you know, kind of keep them up there and keep them enthused with it. But I find that I come up looking like I'm, you know, showboating or whatever because I'm so used to that gun. Right. I'll pick it up and just without even really looking, boom, and put one dead-ass center. And everybody started looking at me like, you're just showing off on us and shit. And I'm like – it's kind of the gun, and it's my relationship with the gun, That's so don't really is, think yeah. that, you know, I'm just that, because I'm like, I'll put my Glock 19 out, and I'm not going to do that with that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it's crazy. And I've had that longer. <laughs> I, you know what? I, he started off as a Glock guy. Mm-hmm. I was an M&P guy. Mm-hmm. And, now y'all and I still have more M&P. I've only got one Glock, but I've shot my Glock 17 more than all my other handguns combined. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like, but like that's my my goal. Even with the stock trigger, mm-hmm. I was doing work, and mm-hmm. I never had. He he couldn't like once he got into we got into these fancy triggers, mm-hmm. and then he would go back. He could not oh, shoot a Glock. Fancy. Could not shoot a Glock. <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah. It's it's a no go. I'm I, fine with a Glock trigger, but you know what though, I, I pull it down on it. It's, like, I'm hard on like it. Like we yeah, talked but, about with Chad though, I do want to try their new performance trigger though. I want to try it just to see how it is. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he got I, that I've, I've heard that, a lot of good things about trigger. that. He got that Timmy trigger in his Glock yeah, 17. It's yeah, nice. nice. I keep hearing him. Nice. Hey, Timmy makes some really good tri- triggers. Period. We was talking yeah. about that. We talking about with rifles yeah. and shit too. But yeah. But see, even even with that, like we talking about grip and our and our, our relationship, right? So you know when we at the in, in Sinister probably could talk about this a little bit better. Like when you when you go out there with your lady friend and they want to buy a, fi- a firearm, what what do you tell them they should get? Cause you know we go we go to the store. We say everybody want to buy that little right. LPC ninety. There's always so can... a, a, a some type of thirty eight. There's always a Ruger <laughs> LP nine or wherever it's called. Always, and I'd be like, just LC nine. Like yeah, yeah, that one. And I'm like, listen, it's either Glock forty three. Was it forty three? Forty three X. I say shield. Mm-hmm. Um, between there. I say if you want to get a Sig, you know, you can throw that in there. Depending on how I feel for you. But it's always those two. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, an MP or Glock. The Glock 19, that's usually where I try to start them at to mm-hmm. see if it's too big. But what about when right. I say I want that pink L, that Ruger? Anytime I hear, females always say, I want something cute. Anytime <laughs> right. I hear that, I say, this, this, this ain't about cute. Red flag, right. Now. Yeah. right. Say that for your purses mm-hmm. and other things. Like, this this ain't about cute. Mm-hmm. I like it. Treat well, that firearm like your purse. Glock making, like, Colorful Glock. Oh, it's a few. Glocks. It's yeah. a few. And not, not just Glock now, because I saw, who else? I think Springfield starting to make yeah, something like in Tiffany Blue. And mm-hmm. somebody else is, too. I forget who, but I did see somebody else is making guns, and like at least that yeah. Tiffany Blue. Maybe We're trying not purple, to get the female yeah. in there, yeah. and which is fine, but I just listen. As <laughs> soon as I hear Ruger, I just, <laughs> Taurus. Taurus used to be. Yes. Yes. I I, I've, never, I've never been a Ruger Taurus fan either. But I will say this. I'm going to tell you, see, and this is where stuff like that, you know, I get to be the guy that beat the test dummy, so to speak, with guns. I've always hated and, and disliked Tauruses. I still steer, steer people clear from Tauruses. It's like, you want to get one? I right, whatever. But I'm going to tell you the one Taurus pistol, semi-auto, that intrigues me enough that I'm actually willing to pay for it and just ain't done it to shoot it yet is that new GX4. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> right, because it's a Taurus. But I'm just saying, it's a new... <laughs> You know, I, I know, I don't know. But I don't even know, know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, you don't I, know. I'm telling you, as soon as I hear it, I yeah, hear it. But but only reason why is because it's literally, it's literally all them other guns you like the 43, yeah. the uh, the uh, the M&P Shield, the the Hellcat, the 365. It's literally, it's like a carbon copy of that. And if you look at the way it's made, it's not made like every other tourist. Right. Like they, like tourists must have realized, yeah, we some bullshit. If we want to actually start selling for real guns, we might need to start making a real gun. And that's kind of, it's, it's literally made like all them other guns are made yeah. now. It ain't. I hope so. The crap, you know, at least from what I, from what I understand. Again, I ain't put one in and, and, and shot yet, but, and, but, you know. And, like, you know, the Pop Culture 2 to 3 podcast, we're not about to go out and buy all this crap. Right. Just to, that, that ain't, we ain't about, we ain't, we ain't about to do that. Because right. oh, I well, ain't about to do oh, that. No, I know somebody that has one, so I'm just going to borrow theirs and shoot it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff like that. You ain't going to never catch somebody, me on. Let somebody else do it. Yeah. Like, having yeah. me a lifestyle, yeah. buying all these guns yeah. and trying them out. Because for what? I'd rather yeah. just show you some a good drill to do with, yeah. with the gun I got and, you know, work your guns. But mm-hmm. let me ask you this. We were we were kind of talking about it and, and throwing this back and forth. <laughs> 
and Chad kind of spoke on it, like the CPL instructor worth and they wait and saw like bad information is getting put out there. Ugh. Now I seen something. I know what you're talking about. I seen something. We, we was talking about it, and I, we're not about to say any names or whatever we're coming from. You want you want to go over? Are you? Are you? Yeah, yeah. All right, we we'll go. We we'll run the segment and go. A little over bit. Yeah. We got about eight. What we got? Five, six minutes. We got about five. We'll, we'll, we'll take you to fifteen. Okay, we'll so take look. You 15. The idea. I heard somebody, I seen this, and the conversation was about carrying firearms and carrying a backup mag or a a backup gun, right? So the idea was if one gun goes down, grab your second backup gun and, and grab it. It's faster to get to your backup gun opposed to get to your backup mag. But I'm just like, if you got two guns, you got two mags on you. So what's the difference? I just feel like that's a lack of training. That is, a, like, <laughs> you can't, because some people just, they, they cannot change mags fast. They just can't do it. And, or it, But it's a lack of training, right? It's practice. I mean, you can just sit there in front of the TV and do it. But if you think it's faster to go for it, now I've talked to my brother about this, and he don't really, he don't shoot like we shoot. Mm-hmm. But even he said it, he was like, Ain't it faster to just change the mag? I said, bingo. Like, I don't understand this walking around with two guns. So let me get get this right. I got a Glock 19 on me and a Glock for in a staccato. Let's say my staccato, my man gun. And I pull my staccato out, I run dry. I'm dropping my staccato to grab a Glock 19. What world are we living in? (laughs) Who came up with this? I'm here all day, (laughs) Buffoonery. Like, what, what? I don't even understand it. Like, so what's your profile? What are you wearing to cut conceal two sem, semi-compact or compact firearms to say, okay. Right. I got two shields, so you got two, you got a, a 43X and a shield. And, and, and here's my thing about it, too. And I got an example. Remember, y'all both was there. So the time we was doing training and we put that one steel target off, yeah. we hit the two targets or the three targets, then walked, up, walked down that steel yeah. one and boom, boom, boom. I put I pulled the dry mag out, went to load it, seen it was dry, got rid of it, grabbed a new one, put that one in. I guarantee you from the average Joe, I I had a mal a mag change malfunction and still got a new mag in. I bet you in, in more time or less time than it took for somebody to literally drop a gun, and pull another another another, yeah. another gun, get it out there and go. And I and I'm I'm the novice more or less between the three of us with all this, and I I know I got that out fast enough because I watched the video back and forth a lot. Like, man, critiquing myself just to see him. Wait a minute. So you telling me it's faster to go ahead and just have a second hole pistol that I can barely <laughs> conceal? <laughs> you you got you, know you got two like, guns. On, you got two. You got a, what? You got a gun at the twelve o'clock and one at the three o'clock or six o'clock. So let, let's doing, let's just who is doing this? Let's say you got it at three, three and you may have it at nine or whatever on three, both sides three, of the hill. Three and four, three, or whatever. Or, or three say and five. Say you got the middle of your back. What if you fall down? Now you fall. Right. You fell down you're on the firearm. How you fighting on your right. back? Most fights in compact gonna go to the ground. Right. Is 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 that's what's gonna happen? You're just dropping guns. Right. But you're paying someone to teach students and uneducated people that. Some people run around with mm-hmm. Dracos, and you got a semi. You they got semi-automatic guns, and you got guns. It's quicker for you to throw your throw your gun on the ground and go back and get a, a second gun that you got hidden somewhere. 
<laughs> to, and then get back into action. Like, first of all, you're going to go, first of all, it, it, if you're in a shootout, you, you're ill-prepared for it in the first place, right? <laughs> they ambushed, so all something day. went wrong. Either all you day. walked into something you weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. It's all bad. It's all bad. So that in itself, you wasn't ready for it. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the cover. Mm-hmm. And if in in a regular shootout, not saying you get some off the person that's coming at you, it may they may just dip off. Right. So you might not even get through a whole mag. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you in some some shit a shootout shootout, like you probably ill prepared for it in the first place. In the first place. But you got uneducated people, like people that's to trying to learn from you. And you're telling them, hey, just dump, dump the gun and go grab your other gun. And let's oh, say the but, class. But wait, wait. You're forgetting the, the other magic part. It ain't just a, if you run out to dump the gun and get another one. It was the, also the part of if you got your gun out and they come up on you and they grab your gun, you still have another gun you can get to to be able to use. So there and again, you had contact distance. <laughs> That's so what I'm hands, you, you got hands. So my, you, you my, seeing my whole part with that was first of all, if I got my pistol out and it's presented in a manner of which I'm ready to use, you're not getting close enough up on me to touch that touch that gun. Somebody that close. That's just what this is why you're supposed to carry a knife. It, it, you know what I mean? It, it, if I've already presented myself fully out, there's no way you're walking up on me. Without already catching four or five, or how many I'm gonna dump before you drop? That's why you need, you know, flat out. And if that's the case, we about to just be fighting then because I'm not about to give you a gun for me to try to get a gun to get shot with my own first gun. That that just sounds stupid. Yeah, but what class is that in, in uh, DMI? The performance handgun or uh, everyday carry? Yeah, you know, he changes. Change it, but it's probably every day. Definitely a, a DMI class where you teach. Close quarters and stuff like yeah. that, but yeah. it, you don't. Yeah, you, you got a space that you don't want nobody in. <laughs> and I don't understand. Like, it just, like I said, the whole two gun thing. Listen, I, it was you, people in the class, and they was like, "Show you right, right, right on." That's right. what you're supposed to do. I'm I, just like, I looked no, at, I looked no, at comments, no, comments, no, 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 comments, all of the comments. I looked at the comments. You see, and you see, just, yeah, man. just fire, fire, fire. I said, no. Like, no. that, like, who like came what? up with this? Like, why what? are we? But this is what happens when you have an instructor that everybody thinks, just because they're an instructor, they know what they're talking about and what mm-hmm. they're saying is, is gold. And just you know because what I'm they're saying? At a, at a facility and, that, you know. You have to look around. the in-house. You got to do your research. Yep. You got to look around. Yep. And you got to also have common sense. Yep. And that was not But I, I guess, yeah, they got to have common sense. But when somebody, when you got a professor that's telling you, because you think they're they up there to teach you something that they teach you the right thing. It t- mm-hmm. well, I guess the common sense is let me go back and research. Let me yeah, let me ask somebody else. But right. see, Sinister, he's hard, You know, he's harder on us. Right. You know, as far as because we, yeah. we 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 cut corners. Right. And that training, they cut corners. Right. I don't but like yeah, he's hard, he's yeah he he's he's real critical. But that's that's cool because we supposed to be right. We supposed wait, to be wait, better. Wait, 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 who cut corners? No, we like us in training, not like us, but like not us, but the culture. Oh, our right, culture. Right, yeah, right, they, right, we right. cut corners. I'm about to say, shoot, I, I, man, I, I, I try not to cut. No, I'm just saying, but I, I know what you're we saying. Know yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. it's fifty dollar class opposed right, to hundred fifteen dollar right, class. Right, yeah, right, yeah, or right. a four hour class instead of a ten hour class. Right, right, right. Like, it's hard to get our people out to right. shoot and to convince them because right. you know we're behind the eight ball as far as you know being in the gun culture anyway, anyway yep. so it's it's like when i got into it and kev got me into it really mm-hmm. we saw each other at the 
it's funny. We saw each other at a gun range. He was like, you shoot? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I shoot at the gun range. You're like, you train? I want mm-hmm. to. And then it jumped off from there. That's all it took. That, that's yep. how, you, you, you good for getting folks mm-hmm. in the neck. That's how we, we talked on Instagram. And when you shoot, thing. I shoot, yep. you train. I want, okay, I want let's to. Get, let's, let's get I'm, at it. And I, I went the same, I went the same route. He was like MDFI. Went to MDFI. Right. First class, one class. And then he was like, let me introduce you to my buddy Jeff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And once I got with Jeff, then it was like, now nah, I'm a DMI guy. Mm-hmm. And nothing against, you know, Trek and, and MDFI. I, I still love going out there every now and then. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's easier. And, and, you know, and I know Jeff personally. Right. So, but, you know, it's, I don't know, man. It, it It's all about training. Like, everything boils down to training. And, you ain't training correctly, man. It's just you know. I just it, so, it just burned me to see that like the kind of, the information you giving out, right? And then it's our people that's gonna be in there. We gonna ask Dre this question too, because a lot of people don't know Dre. Dre's one of my one of my former students as well. Mm. So when when we went to the range and we went shooting, did the shooting part for your class. You know how we do, and how I trained. But what else could did you happen to notice about other people in their shooting? Shit, bad posture. <laughs> uh, shit. Hey, look at me, I'm shooting a gun. Mm-hmm. Females with no idea why they shooting a gun in the first place. Shit, it was all kind of shit. And, and this the, this that same facility though, mind you, that we mm-hmm. that we talking about. But that's it's like man. I, but I don't. Y'all just letting folks. Get off like and I and and full disclosure, I ain't I need to bring Dre on here and be like, hey Dre, say this, that, and the right. third. Dre really was Dre really is one of my former students, and we literally were at that same facility, not the same day or whatever, yeah. but you know, and experienced but, those same types of things. So I'm just like, okay, hey, you want to be a CPL instructor? Yeah, okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna get you trained just enough to teach the class. Right. But where's your where's your education? Okay, so to teach curriculum out of the CPO. NRA or USCCA, mm-hmm. that's cool, right? But when it comes to tactics and you teaching something outside of that book, especially even like USCCA got other classes you can take right. um, to, you know, help you. Yeah, they got to, defensive pistol one, yeah, defensive pistol But if you don't have no AR, background yeah, yeah. into defensive pistol, took classes outside of that box, right. you don't know how to apply that. And right. you can't just tell everybody how to move a tactic or teach people right. tactics that ain't, like on that level, right? Like mentally, mindset, right. or physically. So you need to teach. You need to catch them at their level and then work, work them up mm-hmm. yeah. to where they can be proficient at what they do and how yep. and how they everyday life how they carry. Right? Yep. You can't just give them. Hey, these people got an AK chopper, and you just gonna dump. <laughs> first of all, I ain't gonna throw no gun away. Somebody got an AK chopper. First of all, but you tell them to go. Dump the gun, get to your backup gun, shoot that. Woo, woo, woo. Everybody don't got Dracos. Everybody, I know it's the popular thing, but everybody don't have Dracos. So don't think that everybody got a Draco and that's who you're coming well, up Well, I, I think that was more of a, a hit on, like, Detroit or the neighborhood environment that people be in. They think, you know, we driving up down the street with Dracos in the car or they, they watching Instagram. So that's more of a, okay, you need to train with us to come here because you see all these people in your neighborhood with Dracos. Man, okay. Still. No. <laughs> Everybody don't got no goddamn Draco. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. But I, it just they burned just me up, man. And like to even to think that that information was just given out. Like, no, I don't. I don't like. Okay, so I know people who do carry. Like, if you carry a, like a revolver as your, you know, a second gun, like mm-hmm. a pocket gun or something like that, 
or whatever, small on your back gun. I get that, but they still have a spare semi-automatic yep. with a spare mag. Mm-hmm. And and people think you spare mag. How many people are you shooting at? They ain't really about that. You know what I'm saying? You might have that it's mag not. may have issues, and you mm-hmm. get rid of that. Ooh, because most of the time that's what the, we talked about. It's, yeah, a it's, tactical, the mag. it's a tactical reload. You reload that, it's get that fresh mag reload. in yeah. that that probably is functioning better. Yeah, and then you good. But you know, it's I don't know. It, it, so the, it, bad infl- the bad information out here, and of course, it's always it, no matter what industry you in, shooting, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and I see, and, and Trek said something about this, and I never thought about this. You know, so every time you, you know, when you put your mag in, you cl- or you put it in, and you rack it and slide go forward. You know, it could be the the round in that. Like people go, do you do you circulate your ammo? Do y'all circulate your ammo out your your defensive ammo? Yeah. Do you take the top one off and put another yep. one on. Yeah, okay. Because a lot of times you constantly racking that boy yep. through there. Yeah, and, and, and even if you're not yeah. racking it, and you just doing a press check or something, you still to get the same effect yep. of you know in and out, in and but out. See, look, and, and and what a lot of people don't know when you do that, that's where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, start pushing that bullet further down in that casing, and now yep. you can overpressurize that round. But now that may be a problem with the gun jamming. Yep. Yep. So now do you know lock back? Mm-hmm. Unload, reload. Mm-hmm. Now that second mag is important because mm-hmm. it hasn't been through that harassment. Yep. That first round hasn't yep. been through that harassment. Yep. Yep. So do people know to recycle that that first that yeah. top that first that first bullet out? Nope. You know what I'm saying? I, to I, get I do to it another. all, man. I recycle that. I recycle that first bullet, and I, I and actually I go as far as taking that one. I'll pull out four more and put that boy four down, and keep mm. cycling it that way. And I also will cycle mags. So I'll take my spare mag. Making my primary mag and my primary mag, my spare mag, and I, you know, I got a third. So but I, you got you a know. system in place that you, yeah. but you conscious yeah. in making that yeah. decision. I need to change this out because mm-hmm. this this one bullet may be, this mm-hmm. one round may be a problem, right. and it may not even be a problem. I mean, right, but you know what I'm saying you know, it's yeah. possible. Possibly it should be in compromise yeah. though. Yeah. Hey, um, how much time we got? I got I got some good things to talk. I got I got to put some things out there. So look, I'm gonna put it out there right quick. Let's go. We got about five minutes. Okay, so look, I know. You're about 10 minutes old. This was now. an accomplishment for me, okay? I was at the class. Okay. We did a walk-back drill. <laughs> what you laughing at? Walk-back drill. We started at 25. Okay. First shot, bing. And that's a, everybody in line, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, next one up, next one up. We go to 25. Bing. We go to 75. Bing. The last one was 100. Hmm. This is him shooting that steel. This is me shooting right. that steel. Steel, right. That's the steel. That's the steel, right? But it's, right. So I, I never won it, right? We, uh, Sinister didn't won it, but it was 100 yards. My last shot was at 100 yards. Bing. But the accomplishment was that it was heavy ammo. Mm. It was about a 50 mile an hour wind. <laughs> <laughs> I was running heavy ammo. Mm. 124 grain. Bing. Mm. Now, that's a me for me because, yeah, I'm, I you know, I make ammunition. I'm not a professional, you know, at this, but I'm here all the, you know, I'm here all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a professional. It's just, it's just heavy ammo. I got it on me. And Jeff tried to play me, you know, when the little text he said, well, you know, he was, I shot it and the gun went off. I was like, boom. And I'm waiting for that immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It don't come, but I'm I got my gun and I'm 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 presentating. I'm looking at it. Two seconds later, you hear it, bing. I was like, I was like, thank God. <laughs> but then you know, Jeff tried to play me, and I just said, I started thinking like that was my own ammo. 
at 100 yards mm-hmm. and 60 mile an hour wins. So when y'all tell the story, it's 70 mile an hour wins, yeah, all right? Yeah, right, five right. years from now, it's going to be a Yeah, right, 70 right. mile. But I was just like. Hurricane out, yeah. tornado. Man, it was and windy. still made that shot. It was heavy ammo. And I was just like, hey, I accomplished something. Mm-hmm. I did something. Now, hey, red dot or irons, though? It was red dot. Okay. But even yeah, with that's the red, a, even that's an accomplishment. Yeah, that, yeah that's an accomplishment right, right there. Yeah. You knew the red dot. Yeah. So, yeah. so I so I zero mine at ten yards, right? Mm-hmm. And Jeff was saying something about well, where you zero your um, rifle at, like thirty six. He mm-hmm. said, so why didn't you zero it at like twenty five? Mm-hmm. So, but it's a formula. Everybody got their own. Yeah, yeah. I, got, the, I got mine. The supposed, you know, right, right, right. The thing is, is a twenty five uh, for for all red, you know, pistol or smaller red or you no know, reflex. Red so red. at seventy five yards, I was low, right? Yeah. So I knew at 100 yards. He was going to be stupid and low in the ground. Right. So yeah. I adjusted for it, right, the mm-hmm. holdover. But he know, like, that ain't my strong suit right. on that holdover whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But he didn't pound it in my head, mm-hmm. you know, what to do. So I just went up a little bit, and it was like, shh, ding, ding. I was just like, <laughs> at 100 yards. So, so, let, so let me ask you this, man, because I know you the, you the resident red dot guy, more or less, for, for, for who's in the room. So we talking holdover real quick, because I know we, like I said, short on time. You're talking holdover. So you're talking that distance. 25 yards is money because you, you zero that 25, right? Mm-hmm. So that's whatever. When you go out to like a 50, 75, how much holdover? Like if you could if you could measure it like in terms of like, see, you know, visual visual distance, you know, inch, you know, centimeter, yeah. however you want to unit it, like how much higher do you think you would have to go? I don't see – for me, like I don't do mine at 25 either. Okay. So mine's more like 16 or something. like It's weird, okay. but – um, I treat it just how I treat. Like it, I'm sound like I'm not answering the question, but I'm trying to answer it. No, I got you. But it's the same as my rifles. Like once That's I get when I'm close and I'm distant, I kind of do it like my rifle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So once I get to where I know my handgun is good at, which is you know 16 yards or whatever. If you got 25, then it's 25. But um, usually it's yeah, you holding high. Right, right. And, you know, it's now how high? Like I said, that depends on the gun, the barrel. That's what I was, yeah. So, the bullet. The bullet. Yeah. You know, know, it's just, but once again, train. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) got it. Because it's everybody, like my guns, I try to make them the same. Yeah. Between my MPC and my staccato. Same distance and all that. So, everything is like you said. But see, like at that 75, 85. Whatever, 75, 85 yards, mm-hmm. it hit low on the steel. Mm-hmm. So I knew right, so there, knew right there that was the information. Like, okay, yeah. I got to come up a little mm-hmm. bit. It was like low left. I was like right low, low. Right in eight. the middle? Yeah. That, that heavy ammo, I was on it. I was, on it. That's I was what's running. Up. So you already knew then you had to just come up probably. It was like information. Yeah, it was whatever. information. Yeah. I seen it hit, boom. Caught. I, the first the first two I called my shots, I knew where they're at. The, mm-hmm. the next one, it was like being low. I was like, okay, this information. Yep. So I just adjusted. Adjusted to it, yep. And I was just like, hmm, okay. Um, so, like, the last thing is, man, uh, that Erica's Big Day, the yes, book sir. is on the Kindle. Here so it's go. uploaded on the Kindle now. So, yeah, everybody can go to the website, Erica's, com and download the uh, – it, it, on there to show you how to go to the uh, the Amazon app or mm-hmm. to download it on the Kindle. So is we have it in books, but now we pushed it to the Kindle, so you can just immediately get it, and it's and it's also cheaper. Right. So everybody go to Erica's Big Day, um, Erica's Erica's underscore Big Day 
on IG and um, on the website is ericasbigday.com. Yes, Go on there and see all the cool stuff that we have put up, especially with that Kindle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Kindle is going to be a game changer because everybody want to buy the book, but then they see the prices. And it's like, where well, we order it? Then they got to go online. You know how that right. that whole thing is. But now you right. can just get it on the Kindle. It's right there, 10 bucks. Download it. It gets popping. All right. So th- that's about it from me. I want to thank uh, Sinister556 for showing up today, yes, my sir. brother. Yeah, hey, uh, by any chance, man, you feeling progress? You want to give folks your socials where they can find you? Or you just, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sending to five five six on Instagram. That's where it came from. Hey, the so. buff buff man, Crunch. Yeah, Crunch. Uh, now look at him. Crunch, hey, we, we we gonna call him Buff Shooter from now buff on. Buff Shooter. <laughs> you can find you can find that <laughs> no, we, shirt. Listen, we old. I gotta get in shape. Man. We, you can find that shirt on Heavy Metal Heavy Life dot com. Buff Shooter. Buff Shooter. We can find that shirt on on www.heavymetallife.com dot com. Um, that cool shirt he got on. Um, I also want to thank the Authentic uh, Drake Podcast for showing up, being on the show today. Yes, sir. This has been brought to you by Real Life Call of Duty. Say <laughs> <laughs> show, Real Life Call of Duty. <laughs> all right, man, that's it. We out. Um, go share, go support. We all we need everybody. That's about it. Peace. Peace. Peace.